0: Hey, it's Antoinette, and welcome to another episode of the Hormone Heartbeat Podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to share with you an interview that I did with the lovely Kimberly Parker. Kimberly is a client of mine, and she's also a mompreneur extraordinaire. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about the postpartum period and what to expect during that period, how to optimize your health during that period. And more importantly, we're going to talk about how to use fertility awareness method as your form of birth control while you wait for your fertility to return. So without further ado, let's get right into it. Welcome to the Hormone Heartbeat Podcast, a podcast about female empowerment through menstrual cycle health, the true heartbeat of your hormone status. With each episode, we'll explore the foundations of hormone health with science, soulful and heartfelt conversations, a dash of sass and feminine pizzazz. Our dream is to arm you with exactly what you need to be an unstoppable female force, ready to achieve all that your heart desires and embrace your inner goddess. And here's your host, naturopathic doctor, birth doula, fertility awareness educator, hormone enthusiast, and lover of pretty things Antoinette Falco. Welcome Kimberly it is so wonderful to have you on today's episode. For our listeners Kimberly was one of my clients who came to me wanting to learn fertility awareness method for charting. She was pregnant with her fifth baby and she was super motivated and determined to find a way that didn't involve anything hormonal or synthetic. And today I'm just beyond excited to bring her on the show because I want her to share her story with all of you. Uh, she started charting when she was postpartum. And of course there were you know some things that come up along the way. It's not the easiest journey to go on. So I want her to share her experience with all of you, and I think it'll gain such insight for a lot of listeners who might be thinking that this is what they want to do once their babies come or when they are postpartum. So without further ado, welcome, Kimberly. And I'll have you start by saying a quick introduction, maybe what led you to to fam and you know, prior to working together, maybe like, did you have any experience with charting Mm -hmm. or charting postpartum? Yeah,
1: for sure. So I am just a small town, simple Minnesota girl recently moved to Colorado in the midst of having another baby. And so all the crazy stuff. So I come from a big family and I love kids and I love the thought of the big family aspect, but let's face it, I didn't want 14 children. I don't think I have the sanity, but I mean, there's people that do it and that's awesome. But for me, I was content. And I was, I think what really scared me the most is when I really got serious is because our last two girls are 16 months apart. And I'm like, whoa, what did I do wrong? Because prior to finding out about the Justice Method and being introduced to Antoinette via, I think it was a Facebook um, event or something, I had tried, it kind of had a little bit of a coaching session after our third child of the Billings Method. And it wasn't as hands-on as I've experienced with Antoinette and the Justice Method and just really going in and actually talking about things, explaining it. And she's gone with me with so many things. And doing that method before, you know, I didn't feel confident. And I thought, and then oh, well, here came number four and then oh five, I'm like, okay, I really need to figure this out and I need to be serious because even though I'm sure the Billings Method did work, I probably didn't have as well of, I wasn't probably the best student to be honest and the coach wasn't as serious about it as she probably could have been. She did the best she could, but for me in my special situation because, prior to having children i had no experience charting and i wish i would have i wish before we had gotten married that i had gone through the justice method and learned that without having the special situation of postpartum in nursing which can completely throw things off with your cycle so now i'm just super excited that i feel confident that i can also take care of me and not be worried about having lots of babies really close and if there is more there is more and that's
0: okay but at this point (laughs) Mm -hmm. no you brought up two really good points one about you know the that intention behind the charting um i think as soon as we you know first of all we we want to make sure we fully learn and grasp all the concepts Mm -hmm. but even that our internal you know desire whether to want to have more children or not want to have like whatever that decision is to like be clear about it and right. i know kimberly both you and your partner you guys were you had to be on the same page and this was when you came to me you were both very much on that same page and, and yes. you were ready you were committed you were like listen these were the gaps that happened last time this is what i need moving forward and yes i agree charting is one of those things that, you know, some women prefer to self-teach themselves or read from a book and, and that might work. But I know I'm not like that. I'm like, I need hand-holding. I need accountability. I need someone to make sure that they validate what I'm seeing on my chart is actually, I'll put it in quotation, but you know, it's correct is, or that I'm charting the right way.
1: And also before doing the Billings Method, I had been guilty of, oh, I'll just Google. I'll figure it out. And Church had some recommendations and you know one, two, three, four, five, it wasn't working. And so yes, the accountability and I think being serious about it. And it's not even about, preventing and having a baby, it's your women's health. I mean, your health, mm. so you really get to pay attention to your health, which I love too. So as I age and go into menopause, which I hope is a little ways yet down the road, but, but then I'm able to understand and know what my body's doing versus just fly by the seat of my pants, which I think we all are guilty of being busy and doing so.
0: Mm-hmm. We talked a little bit about postpartum being, you know, a special concerns category, mm-hmm. you know, for obvious reasons and that, you know, women, don't have their cycle back they've just given birth so there's like physiological changes that that might cause them to have more mucus or there isn't a regular cycle happening for you like what aside from those things were there any other challenges that came up when it came to the charting piece so i
1: really liked how i could ask the a question and how we met one-on-one and how she explained all that but as for challenges i think it was just doing it more. And as I did it more, I became more confident because it doesn't just happen. Okay, here's the instruction. Here, go do it one time and expect it to happen. You know, as you know, after you've had a baby, your body's trying to get everything leveled out and we are 14 months postpartum. And I'm still a little wonky on things. Making sure I'm doing the whole wiping procedure 100% of the time, you know, helps me feel confident. But sometimes it can be a challenge with kids. And you just have to, okay, give mom a second, you know, to be able to go to the bathroom and whatnot. So you can take care of you too. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, the confidence piece. Like that's something that I for sure noticed with yourself, like I just saw the more times we met that you are getting just more confident with the method, um, and consistency, right? Remembering to check every single time so you don't miss mm-hmm. the observation of any, you're not missing any mucus or you're not, you're not washing it away with urine because you're not wiping before. Situations like that definitely can present themselves. And you were also full-time breastfeeding at that point. Yeah, of course. Like when you breastfeed, that does that prolactin level will suppress your your menstruation and like cyclical hormones. So Mm -hmm. that does give you, you know, it does give you some time. It gives you like it's a fifty-six days from after you give birth that um, women, you know, in the just use method, we can consider ourselves infertile you did have that flexibility in terms of those 56 days where you're like okay all i have to focus on right now is making my observations correctly and regularly
1: and that was really comforting too to know i had a little bit of you could say um, grace period so that was nice
0: (laughs) and time time to get yourself used to it and to get the hang of things yeah yes because you have to develop
1: that habit and everybody's like well i don't have time or i don't Well, you just have to create the habit and you, and you will just have naturally have the time. So it's, what's your goal? I mean, if you're going to be wishy-washy about it, you will, you will be in my boat, which I'm not complaining. I love all my babies, but again, what is it that you want? And are you willing to focus on that?
0: Let's go to your house, busy household, five kids, your oldest, your oldest is nine or 10. Eight and a half, in oh, August and August
1: is fifteen months, and they're all you about twenty-ish months
0: apart, except for the last. So there's a big gap. Different needs that will arise between kids, and then you also run two businesses, you homeschool, and you were speaking about how it is challenging at times to have that moment of privacy to go to the bathroom and check your mucus. Can you speak to some of the other ways that you that you prioritize fam, like fertility awareness method and the Justice method? in your life. So
1: for me, I just, just developed a habit.
0: So it's kind of just become automatic. I mean, and
1: I think, you know, as my girls are older, it's nice to be able to have the knowledge too. So I think it's also your kids respecting your space. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, as for making sure I chart, I do it in the evening before bed or right away in the morning, if I didn't quite get it in because I fell asleep, cause I'm still a co-sleeping nurse, but I'll take my temperature. In the morning. So I leave that underneath my pillow and I'll set my alarm and I know my snooze is 10 minutes. So then I make sure I You know, get that all set up and be able to take my, you know, basal temperature, along with making sure my charting is up to snuff. So it's just creating that habit. I Mm hmm.
0: And prioritize. And I love that you also said, you know, your your kids respect that too. And they know this is, you know, this is mommy's time in the bathroom. She's yeah doing her thing. (laughs) I mean, that probably (laughs) works sometimes, not all the time. Right, exactly.
1: I mean, somebody might follow you crying, but you know, again, I mean, we love our kids, but again, they need to respect you in a sense too. So, you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, wonderful. And what are some of the things that you particularly like about the Justy's method specifically? So the Justy's method for listeners is a symptothermal based fertility awareness method. Uh, It's also symptohormonal. So those words mean taking symptoms such as mucus observation and taking your basal body temperature and determining the patterns and Mm -hmm. identifying the various phases in your cycle Um, And then also symptom hormonal, taking the symptoms and to interpret some of the hormonal changes. So what is it that you like particularly about using these methods that you've observed over the last 14 months that you've been using it?
1: Well, I like that it's user-friendly. Like there is um, an app so you can do it on your phone. You can go on your computer too. And it's nice. You can easily, instead of, I mean, you can be a paper person too, but go back and, you know look at your previous charts, you can actually see how long your period was, how heavy your flow was. So you're really, you're not sitting there trying to remember because sometimes, you know, you go to the doctor, midwife or whatnot, they're going to ask you those questions and try to remember. So it's nice just for tracking, but I love how, you know, it's all you know color coded. So you're basically playing with a sticker chart, I guess. <laughs> um, so super user friendly that way. Um, and I absolutely love the support. I mean, that's been the biggest piece. You know, there's the tools, but Antoinette has been my saving grace. You know, first initially meeting with her, reaching out to her, she's been amazing. I mean, it's worth, it's worth the time and money to invest in yourself because she's such a good coach. Because if I had a question, I could message her and within a day she'd have an uh, answer to reassure me. Or I could send a a picture, yes, it's TMI, and we get like, oh, mucus, gross, or oh, period, gross. Well, it is your human body. And I think too, once you have five kids, you kind of throw that out the window. But I, I really love the accountability the most and the coaching and just that has built my confidence. But I think the biggest piece is making sure you're communicating because so many times, and I can be a very independent person, I would, oh, well, maybe I don't want to bug her. I shouldn't ask her. But every time I did ask Antoinette, I was reassured and didn't get in my head about things. So that's a big piece, I think.
0: Thank you so much. I mean, you're, <laughs> you're one of my like big cheerleaders and I love that as a, as a business person, as a coach, it's so amazing to, to have that. So thank you. You're so welcome. So what would be the difference, your perspective, because I know people listening are going to ask this, oh, well, you know, like I track my cycles and I I use a, an app and every, you know, FAM system has an app. And, and I'm sure you've used that in the past. You've like just tracked your cycle in an app. But what's the difference between learning, you know, a method such as the Justice method versus putting your information in an app?
1: Can you speak to that a little bit? Oh, definitely. So I tried multiple apps. I thought that was going to be my saving grace after my first And it was not helpful at all because it's based on just a calculation and what a woman's average should be. If you're perfectly healthy and you have no exceptions, maybe that's going to work, which I'm not saying I wasn't healthy, but when you are postpartum, your hormones are whacked out. Let's face it, you're breastfeeding. Even if you're not breastfeeding, your body is trying to regulate. So it was, they were not accurate. You know, I naturally just became pregnant for the next and then the next so that's how well how effective they were so it was just by random calculation was to my experience and then introduced to the Billings method I learned more about my body and the process of doing that but then when I came to the Just D's method I liked how it was a method and you not only learned about your women's health but therefore you know what is normal what's not normal and then the tracking process and then also that you know, those apps are not going to work because your stress can throw off your cycle. Breastfeeding can throw off your cycle, life events, your diet, all those things. So, you know, women get bent out of shape if their cycle isn't every 28 days. Well, okay, well, were you stressed? Did this, did that? You know, so I take more of those things into account now, too. But, you know, society has told us it should be this way. Well, Every individual woman is different, and you shouldn't compare to other people's situations
0: either. Mm-hmm. It's so. about knowing, yeah, knowing what's normal for you. Exactly, and you know that takes the the practice with the charting and and the evidence from a number of cycles to know to know what mm-hmm. that's going to be. When you were using the app, you had identified that your cycle wasn't necessarily you know the twenty eight days. When it comes to the days that were. The like fertile window. Were you going based off what the app was calculating as your fertile window?
1: What the app was calculating, because to be honest, I honestly never knew really when my ovulation period was
0: mm-hmm.
1: till the Justice method. I thought I kind of knew, but I am such a high strung busy person and I'm a person that commonly has a lot of mucus TMI, but I mean I do. So for women, some women are not like that. So any then they got mucus. Oh yeah I'm ovulating. Well that wasn't me. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm always in to mucus. There's no way I'm ever going to be able to tell. So learning the Just Ease method helped me work through that because you go through the different types of mucus versus, Oh, here's an app. Here's your possible window. Well, and also knowing from Antoinette that you can have a mock, is it right? A mock peak where you think you're having a peak, but you're not necessarily, is that true?
0: Like a double peak. Yeah. Yes.
1: And I'm pretty sure that's how baby three, four, and five happened. I thought I was ovulating. So we abstained. And then following that, well, nope. And then it really happened, I guess.
0: Or you thought you weren't ovulating. Yeah. in fact, you were. Yeah. Yes. You know, it's interesting that you had always said to me that you were someone who gets a lot of mucus. But when you learned the method in terms of, okay, I'm I'm wiping, I'm looking to see what the sensation is, and then I am like investing the mucus at eye level and I'm seeing if it's finger testable, like when you followed all those steps of the method, your chart actually showed that you have quite a bit of dry days within mm-hmm. your cycle, which is interesting. I think there's some value in that too for, for women listening, in that you may think just quickly that, you know, maybe you don't have mucus or you do, or you might have these ideas in your head of what your cycle looks like, you start to pay extra attention with using a system and, and checking routinely and regularly. Then you learn all these other things about your body that you didn't even know before. Yes, exactly. So next, when it comes to looking at fertility awareness method with your partner and, you know, both of you guys being on the same page and some women are like, do they have to come to sessions Do they have to learn the method? Like, can you speak to how the Justice method has been in your
1: relationship? So I think it's a great way for communication because obviously going into it, my husband said, because being the last two were close just for my own health insanity, not even because we didn't want another child, but we just didn't want really to have that close of a pregnancy again because I needed to recuperate because basically I've been pregnant for the last Two-ish years. So he agreed that I needed to take care of myself. And he was totally on board with intending if he had to to help me. Mm -hmm. But my husband is super supportive. I am very blessed. And he goes, But I know you know what you're doing, or you will know what you're doing. So just you can tell me too. So he was up for either or. I think it all depends on your partner and you, but I don't think they have to attend but sometimes maybe it is helpful. Definitely they need to be on board. And you know, days where, you know, especially at the first time of starting And again, if you can learn how to do this before you have babies, so much easier because there's not, to me so much fluctuations. But anyway, it has made our relationship stronger, our sex life better, because it's something to look forward to in a way. It's kind of like a date night, I guess, if you will, because I'm like, oh, I'm not, you know, I had some mucus, but yet I'm not sure, but you know, let's just abstain to be sure. He was totally cool with that. You know, there was no pressuring, there was no resentment or anything like that, but it just made the foreplay up to the day we could. And I mean, it's made us look forward to other things and that it's not all about doing the deed, I guess, you know, (laughs) you get to enjoy each other. You're dating again in a way. Yeah.
0: Like find creative ways to show, to be intimate and to show your love for your for each other Mm -hmm. exactly exactly there you go folks made their relationship (laughs) stronger i love that because it's relatively easy and to be on a birth control pill or whether that's an iud and just to not think about your fertility ever you're not really following i think the hormonal shifts that happen within a cycle like you know you're you know yes we are women tend to have a higher libido around ovulation that's pretty normal. And then of course the challenge in fertility awareness method is it's best to abstain or it's recommended to abstain when you're in your fertile window. But then that's where you get to be creative, like you said, and find other ways of being together. The intimacy can just look different.
1: Right. It builds respect on both parties. And again, it's where is your, you don't think it's about the justice method, but where is your relationship at in general? I think Mm -hmm. we'll make it a lot easier because if you're content where you are, you need a break between pregnancies, you know, and if they're not really on board yet, you need to work that out, you know, that's maybe more than even just charting. So again, it makes your relationship stronger and it's for the better. And for somebody that is way more active than sexually active than her husband, it was probably harder for me than him. So I think there is, you know, it depends what the partner, you know, is like too. But for me, I was more afraid than he was. (laughs) No, you you should say that with
0: pride. Like, yeah, my libido is
1: really good and I'm proud of it.
0: You're right. With five kids, you know, but yeah. (laughs) Totally right. Both partners got to be on board. You got to both want the same thing. And, you know, partners can be as involved as you want them to be. And at the end of the day, it's about women knowing their bodies and being empowered to make those decisions that are right for them. Yes. So you, you know, when I met you, very healthy person, ate a lot of fruits and veggies in your diet. Can you speak to what you noticed postpartum about the return of your fertility in respect to your diet and your nutrition
1: so nutrition and i guess i'll add the stress piece in a little bit too i've noticed my cycle has come back sooner after each child and i think that's just my level of stress is that not right Antoinette? when it comes to having more children you just have more going on so the body's Mm -hmm. stressed so it can cause that to come back but when it comes to my nutrition For one, I know it's super important when you, the more children you have, you know, and I think as mothers and as women in general, we tend to play the martyr card. Oh, I don't have time for that anymore. I don't have time to, whether it's working out or your nutrition. Oh, I have kids to take care of. Well, you owe it to your kid to eat well. And when I say eating well, that doesn't mean portion control. It doesn't mean starving yourself. I eat a lot and I love food. I'm a total foodie but it's eating a lot of the good stuff. So lots of plants lots, lots of lean, you know, lean meat, but nutrient dense food. You know, that's actually going to fuel your body and fuel your brain because especially as if you have more children or even if you don't, you need to take care of you because once when you feel good, it makes your cycle, I think to me and charting a little bit more regular like recently I did a 1020 cleanse this last month and I was just telling Antoinette I'm like I think it threw my cycle off a little bit. But, you know, I'm paying attention to that, which I love. I mean, I feel good. But again, I think that does play. I mean, I know it plays a big factor in my charting and my cycle and all of that, you know, and being a good mother and a good human and a good wife because you are not, you know, burning the candle at both ends, too, because you barely have enough time to sleep as it is. You do need to be putting good stuff in your body.
0: No, yeah. And we need those nutrients in order to our body to heal postpartum. That's going to be a huge one. But even to like regulate our mucus patterns, right? And to regulate in turn those hormones. And it was interesting, Kimberly and I were talking just the other day about, you know, the cleanse and how like that may have potentially delayed ovulation or, or maybe she didn't ovulate this cycle. And this is a hard one for a lot of people to wrap their head around because it's like, I'm doing something good for my body. Mm-hmm. like a cleanse, it should make things super regular. And yes, within time, like that's what we can expect. But in the current cycle that it's in, we got to think about the body and how it's a big change that right. we're doing. Stress can be good stress and, and bad stress. Or Kimberly, you would say having kids and being hopeful like <laughs> it's a good stress sometimes. Yeah, it is. Str- Asterisk, but you know what I mean. So, yeah, like a diet, we don't always think, or a, a change in a lifestyle, like we don't always think it's going, I don't want to say negative, but a less than optimal outcome than we want right. in our body. Well, and
1: therefore, all the more reason to use the Justice method because, you know, I know a lot of women that they are on the pill or they are this or that. And they got pregnant. Well, why is that? Well, because you can still be on those things and something can happen, get sick or also take a prescription or whatnot. And that can fluctuate that too. Like I'm, I'm more confident doing the Justice method, you know, over those alternatives because, you know, for one, I know I'm not doing harm to my body because I'm a big natural freak. If you haven't figured it, mm-hmm. that out, you know, I don't like to put any kind of any of that in my body, but you know, to speak more to what you're just saying about the changes, well, even my daughter who's 14 months and she's getting her eye teeth. So I told Antoinette, I'm she's nursing even more too. Plus, I did all these diet changes. I'm like, I don't know what to think, but you know, looking back on my chart, all seems fairly normal and it just might have been delayed or just not as much mucus. So, again, all the more reason to be charting. You know, as your body goes through different changes. No, yeah,
0: definitely. Like it gives you that that other lens and that heightened sense of awareness for your body. I would say charting has made me more in control. You know, like yes. some women will say, like, "Oh, I just don't have the will Like willpower, I need to just take something and know that you know, I absolutely can't get pregnant. It's like, well, nothing is has that hundred percent certainty. Yes, and just knowing that would make me a bit anxious, and in, in that I wouldn't have full 100% control over my own body and what was happening and my right. my fertility, essentially. Exactly. I don't
1: 100%. And I mean, at the end of the day, you can do all the things. And if it's in God's plan, it's in God's plan that you're going to have mm-hmm. a baby too. You know, I totally believe in that. But when it comes to choosing a pill or whatnot to the just method, I think there's a lot more confidence. And, and that's not even just about I'm preventing a pregnancy, but it's about knowing your body and what other things you might be able to catch too. So. Mm-hmm. It's a vital sign
0: at the end of the okay. day, that's what our cycle, that's the power really of our cycle for women. So mm-hmm. it's a g- another good reminder. Okay. So you've kind of touched on this a little bit, but if we were pointed out, what is your advice that you would give other postpartum moms who are, might be on the fence about whether it's a justies method or whether it's fertility awareness-based method, like another one, what would you tell them? I would say, I wish
1: I would have done it many babies ago, you mm-hmm. know, because again, it's giving you so much more confidence. And I think even I was like, oh, I don't know if I can have the time to do it or meet with Antoinette or this or that. I think we can come up with all the excuses, but just jump in all feet first. I mean, Antoinette's great to work with. And, and, and if it's not Antoinette, the next justice person, person you do know, but again, just do it. Because like I said, I've done the app. I've done just random calculating, Googling on the internet, trying to self-teach the Billings Method. Well, just think of all that. To me, that all gave me anxiety. I mean, having somebody to coach you do something. I mean, you go to a doctor for, you know, if you broke a bone, you don't go try to fix it yourself. You know, I mean, your women's health is equally as important. So and then you can pass that on to if you have daughters, you know, as well. Mm-hmm.
0: So, wow, your girls are so lucky because they're gonna have this awesome. Like, I can't even wait to follow up with you when you know <laughs> they get their period and you're you get to have that conversation with them. Yeah. I know my mom; it was super awkward <laughs> when she <laughs> had that conversation with me. So, the more you know, moms, the the more you are in tune with your own health. The more and and you pass that on to your kids. You pass on those good lessons. Has your oldest daughter has she ever asked you anything about you know what you're doing? Or she's asked me, you know,
1: she, you know, notice it's my time of the month. And she's like, Mom, you've done having a baby. Like, what are you doing? You know, solar pads and stuff. And and I started using the if you don't you guys don't use a menstrual cup, you've got to use it. <laughs> so, anyway, she was asking questions, and I'm like. Mommy will tell you more when you're a little bit older, but it's something you know, all mommies and women go through at some point. And we just left it at that. She's only six, so we just left it at that versus making things up because I think it's you shouldn't ever do that. But, anyways, kids are curious, so answer you know,
0: questions in the way where it fits their age. Yeah, it's really interesting that she's asking, even you know. Mm-hmm. at six. And um, anything else that you want to share about your postpartum journey? The biggest thing, especially as you have
1: more children or whatever the case may be, a number one, you need to take care of you again you know I know I sound like a broken record but and it doesn't necessarily just look at nutrition but are you getting sleep? You have to sleep when that baby sleeps you know I need to eat my own words but sleep really does heal the body. And that also, if you're getting adequate sleep, keeps your charting more regular too. And doing something you love to do, you know, whether it's a hobby or something or getting out, you know, I think a lot of times as postpartum moms, we hold ourselves up at home. I know with what's going on in our crisis of our country, sometimes can't always do that, but making your best, like getting on zoom is fun, but nutrition wise, some easy, like I would say easy mom hacks, you know, when it comes to preparing things and just You know, how do I do it, right? Getting all your grocery shopping done at the beginning of the week. And if you have older kids and bring the kids in, have the kids help chop up all those veggies, get, you know, veggie trays out. You might say, well, my kids aren't gonna eat it, blah, blah, blah. Well, if you're eating it and you have it out, they're more apt to do that too. You know, always having everybody have a fun water cup because especially as a postpartum mom, water is so important. So have a fun water cup. One way I like to bridge the gap, I know I've shared this with Antoinette, is Juice Plus. It's, I love that it has a nutrition label. It's just food. It is a mom saving grace. It's literally fruits and vegetables in a capsule and they have a full spectrum omega, which is hands down, help me from postpartum depression because sometimes we can't always eat the best and we or we don't feel like eating the best let's face it we all have days where it's like give me all the pizza so (laughs) we're all human i'm not perfect but again take care of you first and then you can serve others and take care of your family all the
0: better so so to summarize like juice plus is like capsules that contain all of your high quality fruits and veggies yes so
1: basically what it is is it's been around for 25 years now. It was invented by a natural doctor who, or holistic doctor, whose dad had cancer. And obviously, if you have cancer, you can't consume even natural sugars. Mm-hmm. So he developed it in a way to basically save his dad. So it was kind of by accident. So he's it's dried down fruit and veggie powders and some grains at a low temperature, so it's not damaging the product, but it's 30 fruits and vegetables jam-packed into a capsule or a yummy gummy. And then they have a full spectrum omega, which is three, five, six, seven, and nine. And it just bridges that gap because we know we're supposed to eat well, but do we get variety and quality every single day? And, you know, it was one thing that fell in my lap eight years ago. And ever since then, we haven't, haven't looked back, knock on wood. Nobody's been on a prescription, but You know, in today's world too, I think our food quality isn't the best. So we need to do all we can to take care of ourselves.
0: And I love the stories you post of your kids all like eating their, (laughs) their vitamins. This is the most adorable thing. And they're just so happy. (laughs) They are, and they are. And that's
1: just it. You know, we can take care of ourselves as moms, but we want that to reflect into our husbands and our children. No, we don't have to force it down their throat, but. It's pretty scary to me when babies are being born with cancer. and Why is that? Why really is that? You know, are we doing our best? Are we eating real food? Are we eating food like substances? So that's why I get so passionate about health because I never used to be the healthiest person when in my teen years, you know, so I had full acne and all the things. And if your skin is reflecting something like that, clearly your body is going through something. So. Mm Yeah. Yes I can go on and on about that, but we don't need to take, yeah. take up any more time. but
0: <laughs> All right, well, great. Uh, if there's any listeners who are interested in learning more about your juice plus and learning more about what you do, use those products to help really empower other moms like yourself. Mm-hmm how can they connect with you
1: instagram facebook is probably the best to get a hold of me you know either or follow me i love to post you know recipes here and there just life real life with five kids homeschool stuff and whatnot but that would be the best way to get a hold of me is is
0: social media so kimberly parker awesome we'll, we'll put all those links in the in the description below Kimberly, thank you. Thank you for your kind words. Thank you for sharing your experience with us and your story. I think you are such an inspiration. And for all of the women who are on the fence about charting, particularly in postpartum, you really speak to how how you make it work and how you put aside any objections that might come up, busy life. And we can literally come up with all of the obje- objections, but you really highlight, it's about you know your goals and your intentions, find a way to prioritize them. And I love that. Well, thank thank you. you very much. Well, thanks so much for having me on. Thank you for listening to the Hormone Heartbeat podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe so you can be notified of all future episodes. And don't forget to check out the show notes for all guest details and your free downloadable goodies. Your feedback is important to me, so please, please leave a review so women can find and be empowered by this knowledge. If you have a topic you'd like to see discussed on the show or have a recommendation for guests you'd like to see interviewed, please get in touch by emailing the hormone heartbeat podcast at gmail.com.